Welcome to season four of the Jesus Joy and Java podcast. I am your host, Patty Nava. In this season, we will be learning about the promises of God. There are many promises in the Bible. Do you have a promise of God that you hold on to? I invite you to draw closer to God in the next few weeks as we learn about God's character and how this reassures us that He is faithful to keep His promises for those of us who believe in Him. Welcome to the introductory episode for this season's topic on the promises of God. In 2 Corinthians 1.20, Paul tells us, For all of the promises of God in Him are yes, and in Him, amen, to the glory of God through us. In the next few weeks, we will be learning about some of God's promises, But before we do that, we must have a clear understanding of why we, as Christ followers, believe His promises are yes and amen. Let's take a look at the definition of the word promise. A promise is a declaration assuring that one will or will not do something. A promise is a vow. It is a covenant that one will do exactly what they say or something will happen just as they pledged. We can find many promises in both the Old and New Testaments. Whenever we read in the scriptures that God has made a promise, it always comes to pass because He is faithful. He only speaks the truth because He is the truth. God's character is the main reason that we believe in His promises. God is not a man. He's not even human. He is righteous and does not lie. He has never sinned, and He is unchanging. God never changes His mind. He doesn't make a decision and then say, Oops, I didn't mean to do that. He never makes mistakes. God has many wonderful attributes. But there are three that I would like to focus on for this introductory episode, and they are the following. God is omniscient, God is omnipresent, and God is omnipotent. Let's read Psalms 139, 1-16 together. This is where David speaks of these three attributes. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in, behind, and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light will become night around me, 
Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. In the first six verses of this psalm, David begins by expressing the infinite knowledge of God. This attribute is also referred to as omniscience. This extends to everything that we do, everything we think and say, even before we do it or think it or say it. In verses 7 through 12, David then declares God's omnipresence. This means he exists everywhere at all times. To describe this, here David is describing different places and says that no matter what we do, we can never escape his presence. This was reassuring to David, and I pray that it's also reassuring to all of us to give us that confidence that God is with us everywhere we go. And in verses 13 to 16, David tells us about God's incredible power and creativity. This is his omnipotence. David is specifically describing the way God has designed our bodies so intricately in the womb. Yes, even while in the womb, we were already bearing God's image. Sisters, we are his masterpiece. Now let's dig a little deeper into omniscience, omnipresence, and omnipotence, and how these three attributes apply to God's promises. So what is the definition of omniscient? It means having total knowledge, knowing everything, having universal knowledge, knowing all things, infinitely knowing or wise. God is omniscient as he has infinite wisdom. When he makes a promise, he already knows everything about how that promise will happen. God knows everything from beginning to end because he is the creator of it all. God knows our present and our future. In Jeremiah 1.5, it says that God knew us before we were even formed in the womb of our mothers. He already had a purpose for us before we were even born. He knows our every thought and knows everything about our existence. God is not surprised about anything we do, nor can we teach him anything. He knows what makes us happy and what makes us sad. He knows what encourages us or what discourages us. He already knows how he is going to bless us. He knows more about us than we even know about ourselves. All we need to do is to be still, lean not on our own understanding, and believe that His will is perfect for us. Now let's take a look at God's omnipresence. The definition of omnipresence is present in all places, simultaneously, 
unbounded or universal presence, presence in every place at the same time. Yes, God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. He controls time and space. The word omnipresent brings back memories of when I was growing up in a Catholic home. From the ages of 12 to 17, I lived with one of my aunts, and she never failed to remind me that God was everywhere, that He was watching me. So I always had this fear that if I ever did anything wrong, I was going to be punished by God. But it wasn't until I accepted Christ in my mid-30s that I learned the meaning of the word Emmanuel when I read Isaiah 7.14. It says that Jesus is given that biblical name of Emmanuel, which means God is with us. But how is God with us? So in a more personal level, God is with us, with all of us, the Christ followers, because His Holy Spirit lives within us. But this only happens when we are born again, as John tells us in John chapter 3, verse 3. So in 1 John chapter 5, 11 and 12, he tells us that it is Jesus who indwells in us. Let's read those two verses together. It says, This is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. In John 14.23, Jesus tells us that His Father comes to abide with us. It says, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. So yes, God is everywhere, but this doesn't mean that He's looking to see when we sin so that He can strike us down. It means He sent His Holy Spirit to live within us and to guide us so that we can stay away from sin. Oh, how I wish I would have learned this in my teens instead of fearing God. Perhaps I would have made better choices instead of leaning on my own understanding. But we live and learn. Now let's move on to omnipotence. The definition of omnipotence is almighty power, infinite power as an attribute of deity, hence God himself, infinite resource. In Luke 137, we are reminded, for nothing will be impossible with God. This means that we can overcome and have victory because we have God on our side. He created everything, therefore nothing is more powerful than Him, and He has power over every single thing. Out of nothing, He created the earth. He created us. He has the power to heal sickness. He gave sight to the blind, and He could make the deaf hear. His power has absolutely no limits. Jeremiah says in Jeremiah thirty-two seventeen, Ah, Sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Sweet sisters, as I mentioned earlier, there are thousands and thousands of promises in both the New and the Old Testament, but obviously we're not going to have the time to go through all of them. 
But as we look at a new promise each week in this new series, please keep in mind what we've learned today about God's omniscience, God's omnipresence, and His omnipotence. Do you have a promise or promises of God that you hold on to? Well, keep on holding on to those promises and believe that God is faithful to keep them because He is all-knowing, He is present everywhere, and He is all-powerful. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's introductory episode. I look forward to our next few weeks together as we draw closer to God through His promises. I am so excited to share with you that I have partnered up with my sweet sister in Christ, Carissa Trecker, at Mary and Martha, a dayspring company. Her mission is to bring eternal hope and encouragement to every home and to build up women in faith and in business. At Mary and Martha, you will find items for your heart, your home, your table, and your kids. I especially love their books two that I strongly recommend for this journey as we learn about God's promises are A Heart of God by Elizabeth Elliot and 60 Promises to Pray Over Your Children. I have included the links for these books in the show notes and at the Jesus Joy and Java Facebook page at fb.com slash Jesus Joy Java. I also recommend that you join Carissa's Mary and Martha Facebook group, where she provides daily encouragement and she shares about the amazing items you can find in the Mary and Martha catalog. You can find the link to her Facebook group in the show notes and also at the Jesus Joy and Java Facebook page. If today's episode has inspired you to grow closer to God through His Word, please share this podcast with a sister friend. Your sharing and caring has allowed the Jesus Joy and Java podcast to rank in the top 30% of the most globally shared podcasts on Spotify. Please continue to help me get God's Word to more women all over the world. And don't forget to follow Jesus Joy and Java on Facebook Instagram, and YouTube. All of the links are in the show notes. May our lives always be filled with more Jesus, more joy, and more Java. See you next week. Mm -hmm.